You are listening to another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. My name is Brittany Megan and I will be your host. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, social babes. Welcome back to the podcast. I am super excited for today's episode. Today, I have Holly Haynes, who is a business strategist turned entrepreneur that believes strongly that you can build a career outside of your typical nine to five with little planning and a lot of heart. Hey, girl. Welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So this is actually, guys, our second podcast together. You should have already seen there was a podcast release Monday. So just a few days ago with Holly on her podcast, Crush the Rush. So definitely go check it out. But we're going to be talking today a little bit about what Holly does and how she really balances that work-life balance. With that being said, girl, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about how you got started with coaching. Yeah. My name's Holly Haynes. I actually still work nine to five. I have a 20 year business strategy background. I also have twins who are six and in the middle of this pandemic are all working from home, which is very interesting. And then on the side, I run a full-time coaching business. And so I kept getting asked all the time about how you balance all the things. How do you fit everything into one day? I don't have extra hours like we all wish we had. And so my coaching business sort of morphed into what it is today, but I actually started out in network marketing as a health and fitness coach and I lost 60 pounds. I just actually shared today, my husband and I have lost hundred pounds over the last five years. And so that's kind of where I started. And then it morphed into everyone asking me, well, how are you balancing, you know, all the things. And so I created some tools that it helped me get through the day. And it just became this very organic process to now help busy working moms build their side hustle without burnout. Because I still believe that you should take weekends off. I still take weekends off and I still try really hard to spend the evenings off my phone. So that's what I'm very passionate about sharing. That is so amazing. And can we talk about for a second how you're still working full time? Yeah. So obviously that's by choice, right? Yeah. And it's so cool because there is a lot of people who come into entrepreneurship and they're like, but I really like my full-time job. I don't think I could ever give it up. And a lot of the times that's what kind of sets people back because they're like, how do I do it all? So with that being said, what are some tips that you have for us when it comes to managing a business while also working your full-time job? Yeah. So the number one thing that I always share, and if you watch me on Instagram every morning, you will see proof of it is establishing a morning routine. And I know Brittany and I share this passion for wellness comes first, but it's what built my business and it's what is the number one priority. And that is creating a morning routine that works for you. When I say morning routine, it doesn't necessarily mean getting up at 4.30 a.m., although my alarm most days goes off at 4.50, but I do go to bed early. So that being said, really thinking about how you can structure your morning to be the most efficient for you. And so there are a couple of quick tips that I'll give, and then I'll give you my other um, sort of business pillars. But one, I always make sure that I'm doing something for myself first. So waking up without distractions, moving your body, reading, listening to motivation, sort of all of those things. But as I started getting into building my business, I work in what I call a VIP hour, very important task or very important productivity hour. And I knock out my number one business tasks in the morning before everyone's up. Because I can't control my day during the day. I mean, I can control it a little bit, 
But, you know, I have other meetings that are out of my control and other responsibilities. So for me to grow my business, I had to work in a time that did not get rescheduled. And for me, that was the morning. So I knock out my personal routine in the morning, and then I have a full hour of whatever that task looks like for the day. A lot of times it's following up with my clients or it's planning things, whatever that looks like. And then I just repeat it every day. And I try really hard to repeat it Monday through Friday so that on the weekends, they're a little bit more flexible. But setting those business hours in the morning and then being able to have that motivation to get started is probably the number one thing that I would tell everyone all the time. So that's my first tip. Um, The second thing that I do is time blocking. So that's actually part of my morning routine. So I sit down, I write in my journal, and then I block out literally every hour of my day. And some people get really intimidated by that because they're like, well, I need flexibility and I want break, but I will block out breaks. I'll block out the flexibility. So I try really hard to work about two hours, take a break, another two hours, work a break. But then in the evenings, I literally block out like five to 8 p.m. So that's family time. That's my flexibility. If something happens and I like have to fit something in, I have that flexibility But that's kind of where that motivation to get up early and knock it out in the morning comes from because I know I have like a four hour block of time at the end of the day where I'm recharging, focusing on family, watching Netflix, whatever you want to do. And then I tend to usually between seven and eight, my kids are like watching a movie or taking a shower or something. I'll check emails and sort of plan for the next day. But that time blocking literally saves me because not only do I know what I need to focus on, but I know what I can get done in a day. So I used to start the day with a list of a thousand things. And I know that that can't happen because when you block it out and then you don't have time to take a break or see your kids or eat lunch or whatever that looks like, you know that you're not going to get it done. So it's really setting yourself up for success. And then the last tip that has really changed my business is automation and duplication. And so I try really hard to create not only a business strategy, but to find ways that I can automate and duplicate the tasks that I'm doing because I'm one person, I don't have an assistant, it's all me. So I, if I'm repeating something or there's a system that I can create that can duplicate that for me, then I've really tried to set that up so that the time that I do have are focused on those um, very important productivity tasks. That's what's really helped. I love that so much. And time blocking is something like I'm a time blocking junkie too. With that being said, what do you use to actually block out your time? Do you use like a Google calendar or what do you use? So I'm a paper person. Uh, I know we were talking about that before. I literally have notes written down. There are actually three planners that I like. I have a template that I created for my clients. That's on my website. I'll give you guys the link. It's just like a daily. You can try it. But Rachel Hollis has a priority planner. I think it's at Target. It's like 20 bucks, but it's day by day. I've used that. And then I've also used Brendan Bruchard's High Performance Habits. If you use that one, know that it's like extreme time blocking. (laughs) Like he takes it to the next (laughs) level. Um, So if you're new to it, I tried just like a one page, just write it down. But I just use paper. We do have a Google family calendar where we put like appointments and stuff on, but I do much better with paper. For sure. And, you know, I think this is something that 
a lot of people struggle with is let's say you do the time blocking thing. Like, are you strict with yourself and stick to that time? That's like me time, because how do you like shut off in your head when you know there's a million other things? Because a lot of the times we're so passionate about what we're doing. We just want to keep going, right? It is. It's really hard. I think a couple of things when you start doing time blocking, you will realize really fast that you can't fit a lot in the day especially if you're working full time. We were talking about this on my podcast, The Power of Three. And so I tend to pick three things, but only one of them is usually business. So one of them is for me, one of them is for my family, and then one of them is for business. And that's what I stick to for the day. But blocking it out is going to show you that you're not going to be able to fit in 12 things. But I'm such a paper person and I'm such a person that likes crossing things out that I just keep a running list that I look at. So I have a whiteboard and I have like all the things that I want to do. And then I'll just pull from it when I know that I have time to do it. So I'm not losing it. But when it comes to looking at your day, it's it's one, two or three things and that's it. But I will tell you that the stress level drops significantly when you see the smaller list of like, here's what I need to focus on. And then by the way, I get a break at the end of the day, instead of that like huge list where you feel like you're not getting anything done. For sure. And I feel like too, when you're not focusing on like smaller, more reasonable things that you can like check off as you go, instead of stockpiling all the major tasks and trying to fit them in one day, you're able to actually get things done so much more productively too, right? Like it's Yeah. And I use my um, Apple watch to set timers. So I set timers all the time for pretty much everything. And yeah, I I focus on like those three things and that's it's a super simple strategy, but if you follow it, it really works. For sure. And yeah, I feel like it's one of those things that can really make a difference. So besides time blocking, another thing that you touched on was business strategies. So what are some, you know, systems or strategies that you use in your business to automate certain things that you don't have to worry about? Yeah. So I actually have a whole course that I created around creating a monthly strategy and I call it my crush the rush method. And the the whole goal, which is what my podcast is named after is to get out of the daily rush and feel like you're, you're actually just, you know, enjoying the process. And one of the steps in the method is duplication and automation. And so when I had my wellness coaching I needed to figure out a way that I could save time because a lot of network marketing businesses are built on like following up and reaching out. And I was like, I don't have the time to do that. Like I cannot do that. I have to figure out a better way. So there are a couple of ways that I did it. One, I batched my days. I batched my work, but I also batched my days. So like Fridays are always follow-up days. Mondays are what I call CEO days. That's when I'm like planning my content, figuring out what's going on for the week. Tuesdays, like today is a Tuesday is podcast day. Like that's what I'm focused on. And so I try to do it by day so that my head is focused in on that one thing. And I'm not not like switching all the time. It doesn't always work that way, but that's been super helpful. The other thing that I teach and talk about a lot is creating duplicatable sequences and processes. So what does that look like? So if you Um, are welcoming new clients. Do you have a new client sequence as an example? So um, I actually have a 30-day wellness sequence that I take my wellness clients through. It's all automated. It's personalized to them based on what they're doing, but it's checking in, showing them how to get started. I set that up. So then every time I get a new client, it's just repeatable, duplicatable. It's asking them to give me feedback. So if they respond to the email, then I can respond in real time, but that's all automated on the back end. 
Uh, and then I also batch my emails. So like when I do my follow-ups, I use a application called Streak. It's totally free. It's amazing. It's like a customer CRM. If you're in like the technology world that you can like send follow-ups to all your clients that are on like one program or, and you can do it all at one time, but it customizes it. Like it puts their name in, it puts like a date in, you can like pick the fields to customize. It comes from your inbox, like Gmail or whatever you use. You know, I can send follow-ups to a hundred people in five minutes. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like this, it's a great, the, the sequencing and the batch emails have really, really helped. The other things that I do is I say weekdays are on autopilot. So I mentioned that Mondays are my CEO days, but I try really hard to focus like Tuesday through Friday on just those, I call them VIP or income producing activities, like focusing on engagement, focusing on connecting, uh, like what, what does that look like for your business? Where all that like a backend stuff, I'll try to do on Monday or sometimes the weekend, depending on what it is, because I just don't have time during the week. And so I try to keep it really, really simple. And then my last tip is create a community. And so I think you're coming out with a, a community as well. And that is if you're getting the same questions over and over and over again, create a community so that they can ask you on a platform where you can answer the question to multiple people at the same time. So they can learn from you, but then they can also learn from others. And so a lot of people do this through Facebook groups, but you can do it through instant message pods. Like a lot of coaches will set up like accountability groups and instant message pods like Facebook or Boxer, where they're asking you questions, but you're answering it to multiple people at the same time. Those are just a few, but those are the ones that kind of get you the biggest bang uh, for your buck. And I think it's so important, like what you said about, you know, having some sort of a community because it allows people to, like you said, not only get help from you, but also from each other, like support each other, as well as feel like they're not alone, which is something that a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with. So with that being said too, is there stuff that you do every single day that's like your daily non-negotiables like that you do every single day besides those kind of VIP tasks? Yeah. So. So they actually probably are my VIP tasks, but so like every morning I do my workout and the stuff for me. And then I have a really strict rule that I respond to all messages within 24 hours. So if I feel like my clients and my community is what is the lifeblood of my business. And so they, most people know that I check my emails between 6 and 7 a.m. And so they like look for it now. And like, if I'm not responding, they're like, are you okay? Did you get up today? (laughs) (laughs) So I always check emails for my wellness business. I have like a, a back office. So I usually have a couple of back office tasks depending on what's going on. Like, is it building a course? Is it, you know, following up? So I have like a group of those tasks that I do. But the number one thing that is after I answer messages that I do is connect on social media for 30 minutes. I do it every single morning, Monday through Friday, because that's what's built my business. It's what connects me to everyone. And I I lose time during the day. It doesn't always happen. And I don't want to do it at nine o'clock at night. I'm not a night person. I'm much more focused in the morning. And then the last thing that I do is I call it networking. So that's like podcast related. Like, am I going to talk on a podcast? Am I connecting in Facebook groups? So it's typically answering messages, connecting and networking are sort of my non-negotiables. And then you'll notice that it's not working on a website or all those like fun things, or some people might think they're fun because I have found that they're not, I mean, they are income producing, they can be, but those three that I just shared 
will take me a lot further. So. Right. And I feel like it's something too, I'm like throwing these questions at you, girl. (laughs) Do you feel like you've had to outsource things? Is that something that you've done in terms of really being able to manage your whole business? No. So I have not outsourced anything until recently. So I just recently outsourced my podcast production. I did start doing it by myself, but it does take a lot of time. And I actually found that it was easier for me to outsource sort of the whole package than it was for me to try to hire a VA and teach them like my way of doing things. Eventually it would be awesome to have a team, but I, yeah, I haven't outsourced anything. I will say back when, I guess it's probably been three or four years when Instagram was like brand new and everyone was doing that like follow on follow thing. I hired a VA because I was like, oh, I'm going to grow my account. And it was a complete disaster. I had to actually go in and like unfollow like 5,000 people. I felt like it ruined my brand. And so I had to build it back up from scratch. And so I'm a little hesitant (laughs) to hire anyone. Um, So yeah, if you get a message or you get anything, it's typically me. And yeah, so I just outsourced the, the podcast producing, but I could do it if I needed to. I did teach myself how to do it. That's amazing. And I feel like it's just reassuring for a lot of people to know like that you really are doing it all. So there's no reason why somebody else can't who's also, you know, trying to balance a million things so long as they put like proper time management techniques in place. You can think about outsourcing a little bit differently. I feel like I wrote a blog post about this a couple of years ago, but outsourcing can also be like ordering your groceries online or hiring a babysitter for an hour, or having somebody pick up your dry cleaning, like all or the clean things your house. That, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like all the things that take your time, you can outsource. And so I try really hard to figure out like, where are ways that I can save time so that I can focus on this when I do have time depending on what's going on. Um, so it's kind of a different way of looking at outsourcing. For sure. And I think, again, just like managing your time, it's so important. So what are your top three time management tips? (laughs) Um, So when I get burnt out, the number one thing I do is dial back in my morning routine and motivational sources, because, you know, it can get a little mundane, like time blocking your day every day at 5am. But you have to really dig deep as to why you're doing it. And like I said, for me, it's to have the evenings and weekends off and to still be able to have a successful business. So time blocking and routine is one thing, but that motivation, like, why are you doing it? Why is it important to you? What are you listening, watching to? Like when I get burnout, that's typically where I go to. I would say duplication and really thinking about like, how can you save time with systems so that you're not doing it all the time and it doesn't have to be hiring someone. It it could be as simple as like cutting and pasting a welcome message when somebody new joins you. It doesn't even have to be like an automated system. And then I would say recently I've been trying really hard. It's called the Pomodoro method, but it's taking breaks which kind of goes back to that burnout thing because you can't like with everything going on right now, like you can't be on zoom calls 12 hours a day. So like right before this, I went outside, I ate lunch with my kids. We sat in the sunshine. It was 20 minutes. It wasn't long, but it was enough where like my phone was turned off. I stepped away and then I came back and the whole method is basically taking a 20 minute break after a long working session. So I try really hard to do that. So I would say finding motivation, taking breaks, Yeah, those systems, that duplication will save you. 
Those systems, I'm telling you, like that's something (laughs) that I keep hearing. I think the universe is trying to send me a message through you. Yeah. (laughs) So you have been a little firecracker girl. Thank you so much for all of these tips. I have one last question for you and it's what is your favorite boss girl quote and why? So I knew this was coming and I'm like a crazy post-it note person. And so above my computer, I have like 12 post-it notes with millions of things. And so I actually, well, I have two. So one is do one thing and do it great. And it kind of goes back to like my daily method, which is you can't do five things at one time. Um, So like I could be a good mom and I can have a business and I can do them both. But like, I can't do them both simultaneously, like in the same hour or minute. So I try really hard to have like a a singular focus. And then lately I have a second one that says you you have to slow down to speed up. And so I think that goes back to like the systems and like getting your process in place and understanding your motivation and your vision, because when you have all of that, you're going to grow so much faster. It just takes that extra time at the beginning to set up but then it'll go so much faster once you have it. I love them both so much. They're so on brand for you, girl. Yeah. (laughs) No, they are so amazing. And I think it's just like a little important reminder to just focus on one thing at a time and don't burn yourself out. Like, don't forget you can't pour from an empty cup. So make sure that your cup is full and you're showing up as your best self and like really nail that one thing. And if you just absolutely kill one thing, you still killed one thing that day and that's right. all that matters, right? Yes. So exactly. That is so awesome. You've been amazing. Tell us where to find you, girl. And if you have any freebies or offers we should know about. Yeah. So you can find me. I'm on Instagram daily at Holly underscore Marie underscore Haynes. And my website is hollymariehaines.com. I have a podcast called Crush the Rush, which you guys should go listen to because Brittany was on it and it's amazing. She's talking about content. I have a monthly strategy course, which we'll link in the show notes, which is basically a how-to to to set up your monthly strategy, create your own systems. It has all the done-for-you templates. Um, all the things in it. And then I gave Brittany a link to my freebies, which are called side hustle systems. And it's time blocking how to duplicate your business and my morning routine. So you guys will be all set up. That is so amazing. You guys are definitely going to have to check out all the stuff that Holly had just said. I will make sure to link it in the show notes. And thank you so much again for being a guest on the podcast, Holly. It was such an honor having you. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is so fun. I could talk about this stuff for hours. So I'm glad it was helpful. And it was really juicy. And I know everybody's going to take all this information and just run and just put time blocking and systems in place and start filling their cup back up. So thank you so much. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. And until next time, stay social. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Hey Social Babes podcast. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it to your Instagram stories. And until next time, stay social.